Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team any news today tito at all (laughs) (laughs) dang rosie that's your job this is the rosie report the next round's on rosie and we'll read his credit card number here just a moment regular season roundup catch it rosie nicely done rosebud now here's jim rosenhouse Welcome in, everyone, to episode number 84 of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Following a 3-0 Minnesota victory over the Tribe on Wednesday night at Progressive Field. Same score as the night before as the Indians have been struggling offensively since returning home from their road swing where they played so well at both Kansas City and Boston. So uh, they'll try and get that going again on Thursday night if they can. But more good pitching from Tristan McKenzie, who we'll hear from shortly. We will also visit with Bart Swain a little bit later on in our uh, podcast today. Bart uh, has been instrumental in the Indians' involvement in Velisano, the Bike to Cure, a great event to raise money for cancer research through the Cleveland Clinic. And uh, the latest edition, number eight, is coming up on Saturday. So Bart will have some information and perspective on that a little bit later on in our podcast. But first, let's hear from Tristan McKenzie, who had another strong effort last night. He did see his three-game win streak come to an end, but still, over his last three outings, he's allowed just three earned runs in, make that four outings, he has allowed just three earned runs over 27 innings of work 32 strikeouts, three walks during that time. Just tremendous the improvement that McKenzie has shown from the start of the season to where he is now, one of the dominant pitchers in the American League. But last night, the big story was the work of Joe Ryan on the mound for Minnesota. He had a perfect game into the seventh inning, and McKenzie said he really wasn't aware until after he had left the ball game. I, <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. I did not even know until probably after I got out of the game, when I went in the seventh inning, I looked at the, I looked at the board and I was like, hold up. He hasn't given up any hits. Uh, so kudos to him because he kept us off balance. Uh, I felt like we were taking some good swings, but nobody really squared the ball up to the point where uh, we got a hit. You haven't had the best of luck with the twins before tonight. Just what was different for you? And were you even aware of that going in? Uh, I feel like they're a team that we played often. Uh, I feel like they have some very, very good bats all throughout their lineup, top to bottom. Uh, and I feel like they, they know us as, as a pitching staff. So I feel like they come out aggressive and that's kind of their philosophy. Uh, and we just kind of stuck to our game plan to try and keep them off balance. 
Do you feel like you were able to do that for the most part? Uh, I felt like I made a couple of mistakes here and there. Uh, the, the pitch to Blanco was kind of over the heart of the plate. The pitch to Gordon was kind of in that same spot. Uh, I felt like even the ball that Donaldson hit hard was kind of a good pitch. Uh, so I felt like I, I did a good job of mixing my pitches. I just feel like they're an aggressive lineup and they're going to hit uh, regardless of how hard you try. Um, the stolen base by Ref Snyder. Obviously, it's easy for me to look back on it because it was the run that you gave up. But were you surprised that he went on the first pitch? No. Uh, I think that's just uh, – I wouldn't even call it an oversight. I don't even know the word to use. Uh, just a lapse, of, a lapse of concentration on my point. I felt like I just wasn't paying attention to him, and he did the right thing. Is it easy to um, get caught up in facing a hitter and, and sometimes let that that lapse a little bit about a guy getting on possibly? Uh, I feel like in that situation, uh, I, I just walked him. And the only thing going through my mind is make a pitch getting out and just kind of lost track of where he was instead of being, being able to take count of the whole field. Tristan, now that Savali's back and you guys have seen Quantrill pitch the way that he has in the second half and all the younger arms, it just seems like with more experience have started to settle in more and more. Does that give you guys as a group a lot of confidence going into the, obviously the rest of the season, but moving forward for years to come? Uh, I feel like throughout the season, we've been able, we've been able to see guys like Cal and, and Eli kind of step into the spotlight and show what they can do. Uh, we've definitely been missing some big arms and Beebs and Siv, but Going through right now, I feel like everybody's just in a place where we're all trying to get better. We're just happy to see Sif come back and kind of just fall right in the line back where he was beforehand. Tristan, did you did you feel like you um, it was six innings was enough? I mean, did you did you feel like you could have gone one more, or is is this, I, you know? <laughs> if you guys get to talk to Carl, you'll see. Uh, I was very unhappy I had to come out of the game, but it was the right decision, and I I trust the decision. Do you understand what they're trying to do, like going down the stretch here? Uh, I mean, we haven't really communicated it uh, in specific words, but it was, it was more just, I feel like coming off of the 10 day and they want to ease me back into to high leverage starts, I feel like. Also after the game, Indians acting manager DeMarlo Hale weighed in on the effort by the opposing pitcher last night, Joe Ryan. Yeah, it was, it was kind of sneaky. And, um, you know, he had a little... Uh, uh, lower three-quarter slot, you know, that, um, you know, it had a little sneaky life at the end, you know. Um, we didn't square many balls up on him for sure. Uh, I think the second time around the order, um, especially with the righties, he showed that uh, um, slider a little bit more, um, you know, really just, you know, kept us off balance. Um, and, you know, putting the ball at different locations. Uh, I, I thought he uh, pitched the ball very well. I mean, you, you take a no hitter perfect game into the seventh. You know, that's 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 saying something. And um, you know, we kind of helped them a little bit too. You know, it was one of those games where the score is low. You know, we really needed a you know a big hit, a big blow. Bobby Bradley, I would had. Three balls to the center field, to the warning track. Just, just one of those days. Yeah, you know, I, I thought he had good swings at it. You know, uh, he probably looked back at it. Um, 
Uh, did he really square him up? Up, you know. Um, but he did hit him to the wall. Um, but uh, not not a lot, you know. You got to tip your hat to the kid, Brian. You know, he threw a good game. Uh, bullpen came in and, and and done their job. So, you know, not much going on when you get one hit. What do you think of Tristan? You know, he's good again. Um, you know, the bottom of the order uh, kind of got us uh, over these last two nights, really. You know, the um, the walk uh, became costly because um, um, the hit that, that, that follows scored. But, you know, you're talking about him mixing his pitches, you know, curveball, fastballs, um, sliders. You know, he was good again. Um, you know, he got to the point after sixth inning, um, I think he was down 2 nothing. Um I thought he'd done his job, and we wasn't going to send him past those 90. So uh, just another great effort from him. You know, what's made the Twins pitching so tough over the last three games? Well, I mean, they've, they've kept us off balance. And, you know, they've, they've um, um, uh, done a good job of mixing pitches. Um, the kid before, um, uh, who was the second pitcher? Um, again, you know, he had his change up. Um, and the first day, you know, they piggyback two starters. So, you know, they've pitched the ball very well. DeMarlo, just going back to Tristan real quick. With the consistency that he's found over the last month and the groove that he's gotten into, does that give you guys some excitement about his potential and what he could grow into uh, moving forward in his career? Oh, no question. You know, he, he has made some adjustments. Uh, uh, you know, I mentioned it earlier, you know, it's not easy for, um, you know, players to kind of go back, make some adjustments. Uh, he did, came back. Um, you know, he's not walking people. You know, you look at his numbers, you know, you see the walks. But I, I think you got to divide his season into when he came back and, and before he went down. And then you'll see the type of picture that uh, uh, you got to be excited about moving forward. Hey, DeMarlo, a few times this year um, when, you, when you guys get late in the game, you're trying to get an offensive uh, start going, and, of course, Ahmed uh, gets the hit late tonight. What is the thing that you most want to get in the players' heads, especially when the game keeps going and your offense is still trying to keep going? Well, just have quality of bats. I, I think that's important uh, as we, you know, continue to move forward, stress quality of bats. You know, pitchers are making adjustments um, the second time around. Uh, third time around through the order, you know, hitters got to make a little adjustment too, you know. Um, and, and, you know, Ahmed is the kind of hitter that, you know, he's not panicking when he has a strike or two strikes on him. So, you know, that that's a good sign and a professional approach. And it's been evidence with the year he's having. That's Indians acting manager to Marlo Hale. And again, the Indians will try to salvage the finale of their series with the Twins on Thursday night with a 6-10 first pitch downtown. Coming up Saturday in downtown Cleveland, it is the eighth edition of Velisano, the Bike to Cure, an event that helps raise money for cancer research. The Indians have had a heavy involvement in it since its inception. And we are joined now by Bart Swain, the Indians' PR director, the uh, director of baseball information for the Indians, an avid cyclist, and he explains how he got involved on the Indians' end and why he has stayed involved so long. In the spring of 2014, uh, Paul Dolan and Curtis Danberg, um, who's my boss, and obviously Paul's my boss, came to me and asked uh, 
with my affinity for bike riding if I would be our uh, team captain for the Indians team. So uh, I, I did it in 2014, and it's kind of morphed into every year I'm the team captain. So uh, I think we started with 26 team members in 2014, and now we have 99 um, so it's really, uh, we've had a lot of riders that have come back every year on our team. Um, and we have a lot of virtual first time riders as well. 99 riders. I mean, where are they all coming from? Is it different parts of the organization or, or can people from outside the team be a part of that? Honestly, it's mostly, you know, general public. Uh, I don't, I think we have four or five, maybe internal riders, uh, including Paul and myself, uh, Nelson, Nelson Perez is our assistant strength coach. He's done everyone with Paul and I. Uh, but, yeah, it's mostly, you know, fans, and they come back every year. I mean, they love our jerseys. They love our, they love the movement. Um, they love the cause. And uh, we have a lot of loyal riders. And this year we have a lot of first-time riders, which is uh, what they call unique riders, which is uh, someone you, you really want a first-time rider and, and bring them back each year, and hopefully we can grow from here. And you're back on the streets, which last year you kept it going, but like everything else in the last year and a half, two years, it hasn't been easy yet. What did you do to keep it going and then get back as a, an actual ride this year? Well, last year we had we had gotten off to a tremendous start in 2020 fundraising and team members. I think we had 70 team members in March or April when, you know, kind of everything went off the rails. Uh, and uh, they ended up moving it to a virtual event, I would say, in early May. Um and we had a lot of uh, riders that actually did a little race down in the uh, Rocky River Metro Park. They did like a 12-mile route. Uh, we had uh, probably like 45 people meet their fundraising goals, when, which didn't exist last year. Uh, so those people got like a special 2020 jersey, and then I made 2021 jerseys special for them because they had already gotten the 2020. So um, it's, it's a really neat movement. Stay tuned. We'll have more with Bart Swain after this short break. Welcome back to the Union Home Mortgage Indians warm-up show. Tribe and Twins getting ready for action tonight, Saturday. It is Velisano edition number eight to uh, raise money to help cure cancer. And uh, Bart Swain, the Indians' director of baseball information, has spearheaded that from an Indian standpoint. The Indians heavily involved. Cleveland Clinic, so many others um, are such a big part of this. And, and Bart, when, when they asked you to do it, you mentioned Paul Dolan and, and Curtis Danberg asked you to do it eight years ago. Could you have imagined that the amount of funds that would come in for this cause as it is now today? No, I, I think, you know, the first year we raised uh, 40 or 50,000 as a team with those 24, 25 people. And this year we're at 99, and I checked this morning, we're over $230,000, uh, just our team alone. Uh, and I think through the eight years, we're at like $1.3 million. Uh, for our whole just the Indians team just the Indians team 1.3 million over eight years uh, and you think about it it's just it brings me so much joy and pleasure uh, knowing that that's going 100 uh, percent towards fighting cancer so we're we're the Wednesday before it if someone hears this and they say hey you know what I maybe I hadn't heard about it or I've kind of heard about it but it's moved them to, to want to be involved can they still be involved on Saturday yes you can you can go down to uh, uh, down by the Marriott and Convention Center on on Friday and sign up. Um, and uh, I may not be able to get you one a, a jersey by race day, but uh, uh, we have plenty of especially larges and extra-large male jerseys uh, of both years, bike tops left. So, uh, yeah, come on down. We're ready. 
And if people want to contribute, they can do that just going online? Yeah, I would search. Uh, I would go on the velisano.org uh, or through the clinic website and just search Indians. And then our team will come up, and uh, you can donate right to our team. And you're doing the 50-miler on Saturday. Yeah, I got the e-bike all charged, ready to go. <laughs> Wait a minute, the e-bike? <laughs> I thought you said you are doing the real one. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. I did 43 last night to kind of get the legs loose and get some hills in. It gets very hilly on the east side in that Chagrin Valley, so you better be ready. All right, so you're doing 50 miles Saturday. Who's doing baseball information Saturday? <laughs> I think I'm doing it Friday night and then Saturday at noon after I uh, unmelt myself. <laughs> well, hey, it's for a great cause. And, uh, Bart, thanks for all your efforts over the years. And uh, thanks for coming by today. Thanks, Jim. That's Indians Director of Baseball Information, Bart Swain. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report, regular season roundup. Thanks to Bart for helping track down our guests. That was an easy one, right? It was He tracked himself down for our interview today, but he does a great job getting our guests uh, throughout the summer. And also Court Berry Tripp and Austin Controllis from Indians PR as well. Until next time, this is Jim Rosenhaus thanking you for downloading and listening to The Rosie Report. This has been The Rosie Report. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.